Hi, I'm Ashley Appap. And I'm Hayley Tanto. Welcome to Call an Adult, a Pretty Little Liars recap podcast. Each week, we'll dive headfirst into the absolutely bonkers world of PLL as we recap the iconic series. Where everyone is hot and no one calls an adult. Let's, Let's go, go, bitches! bitches. I'm going to start by saying yo, yo, yo. Yo, yo, yo. That's a new thing. Yo, yo, yo. Hey, it's nice to start with something fresh. I think we always go hello or hello, hello. hello, So fuck it. Let's let's do something else. Yo, yo, yo. Yo, yo, yo season. It is yo, yo, yo season. New year, new us. Merry yo, yo. (laughs) Happy yo, yo's giving. We're calling the new trends yo, yo's are back. They're back for summer, baby, which is where we're going into summer. But you out there, yo-yos for winter if you're on the other side of the, the planet. Yeah, I hope you're cozy with your yo-yos. Kyozy. 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 That's right, everyone. It's us. Hello, Haley. How are you? I'm good. I'm just finished work for the day. So oh. very happy to be on the Zoom with you talking about our favorite thing. The girlies. Sullivanussi being back. Spoiler oh, Sullivanussi is. You know what? <sighs> Haley, we just got to. I'm so excited. To no, but first, this. how are you? <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> to be polite, how are you? To be polite. I mean, I'm glad you're being polite, but also we. I just want to talk about the girlies. I'm good now. I'm good. Okay. I, I, am, I am good. Um, and at the time of recording this, we are balls deep in preparation for the Melbourne International Comedy Festival. And you might think why. That's in March. As you're hearing this slash potentially we're recording this. It's November right now. I don't know what month it is when you're hearing this because I don't care to live beyond the present and that's okay. It's evergreen content. Also, (laughs) if you are listening when this comes out, Ash, would you like to plug your new potty or when does that come out? Oh, my God. I mean, just get the people aware of it even if it's not coming out. Spread awareness. That's the most important thing to do. Get ahead of the (laughs) story. Thank you, Hayley. That's... And that's why she is, of course, the most thoughtful queen of all. Um, Mm. Yes, everyone, I have a new video podcast called Scamp, which is on uh, a streaming platform called Powered Media, and it's run by a company called the Attitude Foundation, which is uh, the the, the plan in this is making a streaming service that is all uh, content made by disabled artists. And they've let me make a stupid little show where I'm in a little, like, clubhouse it <laughs> looks so cute the set very is fun. incredible i'm so incredible. excited it's literally just like in honor of being a scamp which is the oh. title being a little silly you duffer, are a which scamp. Is, it's who i am it's who i was born to be and i'm not gonna fight it anymore I'm, I'm embracing it i'm going crazy and i've got like lots of fun guests to all other disabled artists but it's very little about that it's just more so about just having mm. fun being silly and i've got like fake sponsored ads and uh there is Sorry, there is an episode with Haley in it. I'm pretty sure it's episode six. And I will absolutely be clipping the, the segment that Haley is in and putting it on a collab with mine and, and the Call Adult Instagrams. Okay? But you got to tune in. The whole, all tune of in. them, not just for episode six. All you have to tune them. in. So it's filmed. Yeah, it's filmed like a, like a kind of like a talk show. It looks beautiful because the lovely people at Stupid Old it Studios. It looks so schmick. It's the real which, deal. It's the same place where we recorded our beautiful Halloween train video episode edited by Kingdale. King Dale. Pod. Um, so, yeah, that's the, very excited that that's happening. You can watch it. I'm pretty sure uh, at least at this point that we're recording this, 
it's only the video version that's available and there will be an audio version i think in like three months so if it's three months from november you should be able to listen to it as well but gorgeous that's and that's that well we had to get our was like we have to get a plug in but you can plug it every episode until you can't anymore until i say you know what no more plugs only plugs what's the opposite of plugs drains yeah that was pretty that was pretty quick of me that was very quick (laughs) my brain was like broken i was like i have no fucking idea (laughs) you know what celebrate small wins and if that win is knowing that drain and plug are best friends slash mortal enemies then that's my bag we celebrate and we also celebrate the girlies. Haley. We also celebrate season three, episode 18, Dead to Me. Dead to me. Dead Excellent TV to show. all of me. De- dead to all of me was what I was thinking, but I was like, the, the tense is, how do I do this? And you pulled it off right away. Sometimes you just have to not think and say something and not worry about the consequence of whether or not it makes sense. Just be you. Mirror dead to me. Mirror dead to me. <laughs> Mirror dead to me. Okay, so, Haley, what is Australian streaming service Stan saying about this epi? I think this is a really good description from Australian streaming service Stan. They say about this episode, new information is dug up as Alison is buried again. Ooh. I love it. It's like wordplay. It's yeah, it is. plots. It's excellent. It's specific. It's one of their best. They're doing a good job when it's it's possible, you know? Sometimes they, they, they have, a have to be vague. They have a crack sometimes and they get it right. Good on them. And now, of course, before we get into the ep, we will be going to the girlies, the 12-year-olds. Our who, beautiful course, 12-year-olds. Who, of course, you know, canonically by now we've been doing this podcast for two years. They should be 14, but they're not. They're 12, Okay. They're ever, no. they're ever 12. It's like the Simpsons. They don't age. Exactly. We just do around them and they are timeless. Unfortunately. Um, this episode was directed by Arlene Sanford Slay and written by okay. Joseph Doherty and Elijah J. Barish, right. we, which are names that we are familiar with. So We know and we love them. Legends and icons. Uh, and this episode came out on February 5th, 2013. Happy birthday to all the February 5th babies out there. You're the real stars, obviously. Mm. And of course, happy birthday to any February 5th babies out there and the February 5th celebrities, of course. Happy birthday, Cristiano Ronaldo. Oh, <laughs> kick those balls. Kick them. Kick them. Happy birthday to Darren Chris. Oh. Who, Andrew Kunanically, <gasps> is Andrew Kunanen. Is Kunanen. Andrew Kunanen. Oh, mm. my God. What a moment. Incredible. What a moment. For the lore of this uh, podcast. Happy, birth- happy birthday, Jeremy Sumter from the Peter Pan live action film. Important. Happy birthday. I was watching, there was like a trailer just quickly for the new Percy Jackson show. And, and it just had like, you know, a cute young actor in it in a way that I was like, is this like the next Jeremy Sumter? Either he becomes the most famous man in the world or he just kind of disappears. Yeah, yeah. Or maybe not if, if Jeremy's, I don't know. I think I checked in on Jeremy Sumter recently and he was he was doing just fine, but he's not, you know, it's not Zac Efron. He's not kind yeah, of. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, he could have gone Zac Efron. He was like, uh, nah, 
Yeah, so I hope Jeremy Sumter as well. Happy Happy birthday, Feb 5th. Happy birthday also, Michael Sheen. Happy birthday, um, Jeremy Fragrance, if you know who he is from just internet law, the weird fragrance guy. So strange. Happy birthday, Alex Brightman, star of School of Rock Musical and uh, Beetlejuice Musical. These are more personal ones to me. And then I go down to the very bottom, and can I just say, these famous birthdays, happy birthday, Laura Linney and... King icon Leo Spichem and Chris Parnell. They're both like oh in, my god. They're number forty one and forty eight of stars. Okay, because so many of these are like YouTube stars. Obviously, like yeah. someone who is genuinely a twelve year old is updating the famous birthdays because absolutely. Well, the twelve year olds are on the internet. Yes, of course, and that's why we, we were watching like old Lonely Island clips last night, and we watched like Lazy Sunday with. Dr. Leo Spichem and Chris Parnell himself. King. And he's so good. I love him so much. One of uh, my favorite lines of television of all time is when when Liz tries to get the flu shot from him. And he says, if you want the flu shot, you're going you're to, have to, have dance to dance for it. for it. And then she does like the, she just like kind of like. Yeah. She does like the body roll. neck and upper body in a really weird way. It's so, it's I like it when fun. he's, he's like, I don't know how to say this, but. You've got diabetes. Oh, he's incredible. Watch 30 Rock, everyone. Okay, and now, Haley, it's time for you to guess what the number one song was on the date of the episode's release, February 5th, 2013. What do you I'm think nervous. the number one song was? I've been was? floppy honor on this. Oh, my God. Is it going to be thrift shop again? Who knows? Oh. Well, probably. Guess what? What? It's one of these following songs. Okay. Thrift Shop, which you just mentioned. I Knew You Were Trouble by Taylor Swift. Hmm. Or Stay by Rihanna featuring Mickey Echo. Three bangers. Three bangers. Um, I Know You Were Trouble was like, they're all big songs. I Know You Were Trouble was a huge song. Mm -hmm. But I do think surely Thrift Shop had at least two weeks number one. So... I'm going to say thrift shop because I'm going to learn from my previous mistake. Um, okay. Yeah. Well, I'm going to say thrift shop. You locked in the thrift shop and you know, what is life if not a learning experience and a chance to grow and you have grown Haley. You are correct. It is thrift shop. Wow. Oh, but I do know that Taylor's coming. I know that if I knew you, if that's on, if that's kind of up there, look it's, out Macklemore in 2012. It's, it's possible. Woof. Okay, now we will finally hear the astute I'm observations buzzing. I'm buzzing. of the 12-year-olds themselves. Let's hear what they have to say, okay? I love my girls. We love you girls. <clears throat> While Ezra is away, Arya discovers that Ezra's brother, Wes, was placed under academic suspension for hitting on his physics teacher and Mrs. Fitzgerald tried to cover it up. On a final trip to Caleb's aunt's house before it is sold, Hannah determines that Caleb's uncle may actually be his biological father. Emily seeks, Do- Emily seeks Dr. Sullivan, or as you listening know her, Dr. Sullivan Nussi. Sullivan Nussi. <laughs> Emily seeks Dr. Sullivan to help her deal with confounding emotions over killing someone in self-defense. <laughs> Dr. Sullivan suggests hypnotherapy, which results in confusing Emily further. The private investigator Spencer hired to follow Toby tells her that he traced the A key to a single unit, but it turns out to be a dead end. Jason, Aria, Emily and Hannah gather at the mausoleum to say a final goodbye to Ali 
after the police release Ali's remains to the De Laurentiis family. Spencer rushes in shortly afterwards and spills the beans to Jason about Ali being pregnant with the detective Willen's child at the time of her murder. Uh-oh. Emily recalls seeing a person in a black hoodie digging up Ali's grave and abducting Emily. Emily remembers more of what happened, quote, that night, end quote. She remembers seeing Red Coat while being attacked by a member of the A-team. She remembers that, uh, Red Coat had blonde hair. Emily says that she, Red Coat, is the one in charge. Then there is an A ending where A buys whiskey in a store. <laughs> in a store? In a store. Wow. That I, was a really good reading, by the way. I think that was you. an A plus reading. I put my whole Dr. Sullivan Nussi into that one. You did. <sighs> She's a star. Mona's going to have to buy you an office warming gift for that. Because <laughs> you're could, moving in. She could never afford me. Doll? So? Doll? I feel like Mona's pretty rich. I feel like they I all quietly are. They have to be. Once again, we don't know where or when this town, we know when this town is, but like, realistically, it's not. It's not a public school. It can't be. They're rich. All right. The girls are rich. The girls are richin'. Brilliant. Is that all the segments? <laughs> That's all the segments. Yeah, sorry. I'm There's just, all I'm the segments. Wow. Getting my notes. Okay, great. So we find ourselves at the brew, of course. Where else How do we, we find find open an episode? Not at the brew. If it's not the grill, if it's not the brew, where are you? Where the fuck are we? Okay. We're at the brew. And let's and the, just say it. The girls are sad at the brew. The, the vibes are so <laughs> low. They start, the girls, they're talking about Arya not hearing anything from Ezra, which we love. We love that. She hate, but we love. You know why? Because everything smells good when he's gone because of his stupid fucking fart. Yeah, because he's farting everywhere. <laughs> And then Spencer gets up to get like a coffee or something and she gets a text from the PI <gasps> saying he has some info. But then Jason enters. Oh. And he's got some news. Essentially, Ali's remains have been released to the Delorenti. <laughs> My favourite plural of all time. <laughs> it's so funny. Yes, they have been <laughs> released to her familia, her la familia. And um, in a very, you know, Italian way, I'll say it. I know a lot of Italian families that uh, have purchased spots in a mausoleum. And that is mm. what the De Laurenti, I don't know if, look, I don't think they're Italian. Um, but they, you know, they're saying, Mamma Mia, let's get a mausoleum. Yeah. And so they've got her a plot in a mausoleum. And the girls are realizing as Jason leaves that they all have things that, all the things that they put in her casket, if you have not had a loved one pass away, great. Hope it never happens to you. Uh, but often you, you're you allowed to put, uh, especially people buried in the ground. I don't know if it's for, if people buried in other ways. You put things in the, in the casket. Each yeah. of the girls, as we have discovered. But this is the first time that I fully put it together. And I'm like, oh. Me too. There's like, it's like a whole crux thing. They got to find all the pieces that are missing. And those pieces are all things that they put in Ali's grave when she passed away that were personal things that they had in connection with her and their secrets, dare I say. Yep. Um, so the things that we know so far are the earrings that Byron, Meredith's earrings or the, the earrings yes. that, that Ali and a planted. Ouija board. A Ouija board. I think that was Spencer's, what Spencer put in there. Emily put in 25 postcards. <laughs> <laughs> so there's going to be a lot of... Postcards, postcards to really haunt her. It's really fucking so was, around with her. We haven't found that up. We find that out later in this no. episode. But like, it is, it is 
what we're talking about anyway. So you know what? We're going to jump ahead. We're going to be crazy for him. Well, also, and um, Spencer chucks a hissy fit about of kind of like this. She did it last episode about just like, who gives a fuck? I don't care. She storms Not, out and everyone's nihilism like. Nihilism the house down boots. She's like, everyone's like weird. Crazy. Don't know what's happening here. But the girls are all like, okay. If they're taking her body somewhere else, we gotta. F- oh god, we gotta find the things in her casket. And my next note says Mona is being a sneaky little decathlon lady. <laughs> yes, the she decathlon is. is a week away, lest we forget. Lest we can't forget amidst all this drama that there is a decathlon we have to care about. Nine eleven, nine oh one, free at last. Never forget the decathlon. Exactly. And Mona reminds Spenny that she's been off her A-game recently. She's like, you've really been like off your A-game. Oh, and then she says something super cunty. She's like, I'd hate to see Toby drive all that way to cheer for you only to end up cheering for me. And I was like, so mama. freaky. I don't also, like it. Spencer looks great with this unkempt, like I say unkempt in quotation marks because I feel like it's like more natch than usual. And she's, um, she looks, can we just say, Train Belisario's skin. That's not fair. She's stunning. She's so stunning. Like, she's meant to I look feel unhinged. like we're like Drake saying, like, when he's, what does he say again? Like, something's only chilling with no makeup on. Anyway, feel every time, like, the girls look, are meant to look shit. I'm like, they look beautiful. They actually yeah. look better with, like, less makeup on. When, when Aria was sick? Yeah, but it's, glowing. <laughs> whenever they're trying to look shit, they look really good. Sorry. I know. Sorry, they're just gorgeous girls. They they are gorgeous girls. They really are. Then um, we found out that Caleb's childhood auntie is selling her home or being torn down. And that's and where the, is she moving? And where's she going? A little place called Ravanswood. Ever heard of it? Well, she's going no? to Brisbane, Australia. <laughs> My brain was like, this is Ravenswood. We're getting into Ravenswood. Actually, that's already happened. What am I? Guys, Has it gonna, already happened? Guys, we're going to be honest. I mean, you already know this. We can't keep up with the show even though we love it and we know everything about it. We also know nothing and forget everything. We have brainworms. But Give me grace. Give me grace. That was a better guess, but no, she's moving to Brisbane, Australia. Haley's so excited being like, just <laughs> across the pond to us. And I'm like, Ravenswood, let's go. That was a safer guess. But I want a spinoff of Caleb in Australia. Yes. I think... He'd come to Melbourne. He'd fit in really well in Melbourne where we live. I think he'd do very well. He's hot and he's arty. He looking. would live in Fitzroy. Oh, he would clean oh, up. In he would Fitzroy. clean up. Absolutely. I tell you what, he could clean up. The mess he's made in my pants, hot guy. Yeah, he can get down on his barch. <sighs> Scrub the damn floor because it's soaking wet. All of I- Melbourne is wet. <laughs> and that's why why it rains, you know, so sporadically. <laughs> Because sometimes he's here. Sometimes he visits from Brisbane and then it gets really wet. <laughs> anyway, that's all I have on that scene. <laughs> yep, yep. Next I have Arya's being a creep at Ezra, then Wes arrives. Oh, at Ezra's house. At Ezra's, uh, she's just there because she misses she's him. There, I get it. But... Lying on his bed listening to indie music. Yikes. But also kind of slay. But also if you're 16, 17, yeah, I would have done that too. Yeah. And then Wes pops in, his little brother, his cute little bro. And Ezra said that Wes could stay there for a while. What a big, fat coincidence. These two alone in an apartment together. Wow. Look, 
look, I'm not going to do any spoilies, but these this episode and do the it. next episode for the Ezra and Wes the, the Wesra, no, the Wesria, the Waria, Waria, Wow. Oh my god, <laughs> Waria, that's so Waria. Oh, I ship. Oh, I I ship for the name alone, but the thing yeah, is just for the name, the episodes, <laughs> just so they Jesus. can be Wario. Waluigi versions of themselves. Oh, I love it. That's amazing. Incredible. <laughs> then um, the PI that we find out, uh, the, the PI that Spencer has hired has found mm. out that and reveals that Toberki, I wrote Toberki by hydrangeas. Yes. <laughs> yeah, he's like, I've seen a lot of crooks, a lot of murder, I don't know, like scumbags, whatever, but I've never seen a guy buy flowers before he skips town and then of course spencer's like what does it mean oh no what does it mean they're in an alley oh and he was also like have you did you already say that um yeah he's like i've tracked the key but and it's on the west side but i need more encouragement and he means money yep to get that exact address and i think spencer at first is like no yeah, sure. yeah. Because she kind of like, she says yes later. She was like, "Well, if it's a dead end, it's a dead end." And then she's kind of like, "Try." I think she starts to grieve him later in the episode. Yeah. And then things kick off. We'll get to, we'll get to that. Um, a lot of late stage processing. Emily starts yeah. processing some things that I think kind of come out of not nowhere, but but a also lot of processing. I'm, in but this also, episode. I'm glad that she's processing. Of course, we know? love to process. So we love to process. That's why we love prosciutto so much. Speaking of processing, (laughs) down at the police station, I assume Pam processes data there. I don't know. That's my segue. Um, But Emily stops by the station. Yeah, I've written written Emily meets Pam at the station and Pam is sick of corn nuts. She's sick of them. She's She's absolutely sick of them. I think I thought she said corn dust. I don't. I was like, someone get this woman a meal. The picture of Wilden in Cape May that was in the last episode on the like bulletin board is gone. Mm. And on the then, public bulletin board. So interesting, so strange. And it's then, gone. Um, all of a sudden, Pam's like, "What's this?" And it's a postcard duh, 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 of the Eiffel Tower, Tower de Eiffel, if you will. And I did. You did. And then Emily very quickly is like, "I recognise those," and just snatches it and is like, "Oh, sorry, that's mine. I must have accidentally put it in your bag this morning." Slay lie. <laughs> it's a slay lie. And then she turns it over and it is the classic Sharpie in red with capital A's handwritten note. We love, we love it. I love, I love A's handwriting in those. I have to say it. Oh, A has great, great like studio art handwriting. Like mm. they would have had a really good folio. No wonder everyone thought it was school. Aria as the artsy one, you know? Yeah. Mm. Um, and she's like, uh, and she reads it. But then, of course, she takes it to the expert. Little Miss Spencer. The smartest Hasto. woman in Rosewood. Oh, Spencer in the Hastings. world. Um, in, the, in the whole world, there's never anyone smarter than Spencer. No. No. Not, not even A. So Emily tries to read it in French and it's quite cute and funny. This like popped up on my Facebook, I think, like this reel of this scene of what? Emily trying to like do it and then Spencer really schooling her. Um so the postcard is from the casket. It's one of 25. So mm. as we said, Jesus, there's a lot of, that's 24 more. As if Emily hasn't been through enough. 
opportunity for black mile. Uh, and it says, Spencer says, it says, stop digging. The police already know it's you that's capable of moida. 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 Terrifying. Uh, and, then, and Spencer says it in the most beautiful French accent you've ever heard in your whole entire life. Of course. Oof. Trim Belisario can do no wrong. Um, she really can't. And then our hero, our queen, Dr. Sullivan, or see she's in a rental in a new space. And Emily is in session and she starts, you know. So what do you want to talk about by saying, <laughs> you may have heard I killed a guy. That was so good. <laughs> You may, have heard I, you may have heard I killed a guy. Contender for line of the episode, I would say. I definitely. She's up there. And then Dr. Sullivan Ussi is like, yeah, but it was self-defense, doll. Like, don't worry about it. And she's like, don't call me a hero. I'm not a hero. I killed someone. And I think that's quite fair. I yeah. forgot that she killed someone. And that is a lot. Yeah. And it's, and it's basically just a scene of her grappling with and explaining like, I have to now continue my life knowing that I took the life away from someone, even if they yeah, were a bad person. Yeah. And I know what he intended to do to me and my friend, my girlfriend, I'm sorry. Then it doesn't change the fact that I took someone off this earth, which is so real. Yeah. And I really it's appreciate so real. this scene for her. Go, go off, Emily. Um, then we cut to Spencer. Uh, oh, and just quickly, Sullivan Ussi. Um, suggest hypnotherapy. Shay Mitchell's mm. doing a monologue yeah. <laughs> kind of well. And then Sullivan Nussi is like, <laughs> you should do hypnotherapy. So that'll set us <laughs> that'll set us up for later. Yes. But yes, now we're in Spenny's room. Yep, now we're in Spenny's room and <laughs> she is reading old letters from Toberki. Oh. And then it pushes her over the edge. She calls the PI and is like, keep looking for him. You've got to keep looking. I'll give you the money, whatever. Blah, blah, blah. And then she just... Crying, holding herself in the fetal position in the rocking chair that Toberki make. Toberki make, and she's gonna whip out five hundred cash for him. Hey, I'm sure she'd whip out even more. Honestly, that was cheaper than I thought. I don't really yeah, know how much too. PI services cost. I was thinking well, like. Also, we live in a time of inflation where five hundred dollars is not what it was in 2013. Was, yeah, exactly. So. So. I thought five hundred was okay. But it is yeah, a lot too. of money. It is a lot. Of yeah. It is a lot of money for just like a bit of extra information. I yes, guess. yeah. But also, to the to the Hastings family, is it that much money? Yeah, no, I think it's not. nothing. If you if if throwing away a muffin in its entire casing rather than thinking someone Don't else could eat that, remind me. If that's the way that you spend your money, then I'm sure they're fine. Where's Melissa? <laughs> who knows? And honestly, who cares? Who the fuck cares? This episode has a very tight cast, I feel like. Like, there's yes. no Byron, there's no Ashley, there's no Ella, no Ezra, no Toby. No. Paige. Yeah, it's anyways, very, very, very tight, tight. Very tight. Very Especially tight on adults. Oh, it's going to be hard for one of our segments later. We'll see. Um, it's going to be hard. Next, Hannah is in a flanny and overalls that are very out of character. Okay? She's in just, like, the most classic flannelette, like, red with black striped, like, Button up mm. flannelette top, and I'm like, and they're what? sorting through his auntie's shit. Yes, and with with Caleb's uncle Jamie. Don't. Yes, and they're talking about what Caleb was like when he was he was young, and Caleb is very clearly pissed off that he has to do this and be there, and doesn't want to think about familial stuff. And Hannah is being classic Hannah and is very sweet and loving, but also, mm. you know, 
pushing a bit too hard and asking the Uncle Jamie lots of questions about what he was like when he was a baby and stuff and their relationship. And this man has the worst Australian accent. Sorry, this Australian actor is doing uh, his best at an American accent, but let me tell you, he's not pulling it off for me. I did not know. Is he Australian? Well, there you go. Maybe he is. If Haley thought it was fine, maybe it's fine. He is Australian. Probably not, but sometimes all the acting is a little bit off in this show. <laughs> so I, I kind of, I'm it's only like, really hard on Emily and Toby. <laughs> there's like a, you've, you've got like rose colored glasses over. Yeah. Expecting everything so. to be slightly off. Is he off? actually an Aussie actor? His name is Bernard Curry. Bernard Curry. Oh yeah. He was on Neighbours and Home and Away. Yeah. I recognize And he's in Ravenswood. Neighbors. Of course he is. Born in Melbourne. Wow. Same. Oh my he God, was the same. writer for an ABC sketch comedy series, Flipside, which is our ABC Australian broadcast company. Australian broadcasting company. Not America's ABC. Wow. Oh, he had a small role of Impact of the Rafters. Oh, my God. Go off, King. Well, now I want to rewatch. Just he's doing a pretty good job. There was just some moments where I really heard it, you know. But he's acting I can't. off the charts. I love, I love okay. the subtleties and the and the, the hesitancy in his character. My next note is just Wes is sus and answering Ezra's phone, staying at yes. his apartment. Yes. Oh my god. Sus. Well, yes, mine is Wes typing on a typewriter. Go to jail. <laughs> What's he doing? I hate this yeah. family so much. I hate them. Eradicate the Fitzgeralds. Eradicate them. But yeah, the phone rings and he's sus. He's like, he, yeah. And Lu- and I nearly said Lucy. Um, Arya's like, Ooh. but then he's like, let's yeah. go eat. Let's go down the street. Yeah. And I'm like, let's go eat. I'm hungry. And she's like, oh, okay. And I'm like, yeah, I'm hungry too. We're all hungry. We're all hungry. Okay. Um, <laughs> at hypnotherapy. So Sullivan yes. Lucy wants to know everything that happened that night. Of course, but she's referring to about, the lighthouse. She's she, yes, yeah, she's referring to the lighthouse. But we see Emily see the second longest night, which is of course the night that Allison's grave was dug off up. Not to be confused yes. with the longest night, which is the night that Allison went missing. Yes, and those are all Andrew Cunanan. Yep. So we've got the longest night, the second longest night, and that night. And that night, there's <laughs> a lot of nights. Keep up. Keep up. Keep up, everyone. Um, so in this flash, so she's like gone into like hypno state yep. and she sees Allie in that classic yellow top mm. and Emily sees herself holding the murder weapon Ooh. and hitting Allie with it. And then Emily like wakes up and freaks out. Yeah. Freaks out. Freaks. Yeah, no, freaks out. Freaks out. And everyone freaks out. I don't I know why I, I was wish, like, that's I not wish a phrase. anyone could see what Haley, the Haley's face and looks of confusion at herself at saying completely reasonable words. I don't know why my brain just like broke. I was like, that's not a fucking phrase. Yes, it is. Oh my God. Keeping all this in. Cause you know what? This is vulnerable and this is humanity right here. <laughs> this is the, the deepest part of me. It's beautiful. Thank you for sharing it. Being open <laughs> and vulnerable. You're welk. You're welk. So yeah, she's doing. She's she's also may we say when she breaks out of the hypnosis, absolutely dripping in sweat. She's she's dripping and dropping sweat, and then she Drip yes, drop. the night that she what she says out loud is what Haley said. She sees the murder weapon. So what Doctor Salvanusi is imagining that she's seeing 
is the gun when she killed Linda, but no, she's seeing a shovel in her hand whacking Alison over the head. Ah! Honestly, do it. JK, JK, mm, do it. Oh, no. And then I've written, she wakes up and yeets. <laughs> she does yeet. <laughs> she does yeet. She escapes. Poor Sullivan She can't get through a sesh without someone storming out. I'll tell oh, you that much. God. Just sit in the chair and stay in there. Just sit in the bloody chair. Before before we go to Ooh. Uncle Jamie's, Emily has a flashback of her and Allison flirting oh. in cl- like like using a classroom at lunchtime and talking about going to Paris and all this stuff. And Allison has all of these Parisian postcards, uh, and she's looking at them. And, and so those are the twenty five whole crux pieces. <laughs> they're talking about how like she was, Emily was like, how long would we go to Paris for? And she's like, forever. And it's very cute. And she's like, Emily, you would look hot on the Eiffel Tower. It's very sweet. It's very sweet. It is very sweet. It's tender. And then... Sorry. But now those beautiful things are being used against her. Oh, a classic PLL twist. Dun, dun. And then... Dun, dun. I've just written, P.I. tells Spencer to give up. Okay. Okay. Okay, well, she doesn't. I've got at Uncle Jamie's... He gives Hannah a pick of. They're like about to leave, but Uncle Jamie gives Hannah a pick of Caleb as a six-year-old, six-month-old baby. Yes, and he's like, "Give this to him when he seems ready." So that'll come back into play. Yes, I've written not so uncle-like behavior. No, it's giving dad. It makes you think, and it makes you stink. It's giving papa, papa. Also, I've written. <laughs> This is just all. I'm, I'm, let's read this out and see if anyone knows what this means. A man okay. punches Wes. Lol. Wes. Wes. I never say it the same way twice. Wes says his physics teach. Wes says it's his physics teacher's husband, and he says Ezra taught me how to drive, but he never taught me how to leave my family. What? And then I've written. Oh, he tried to fuck his teacher to annoy his family. So this. This family is This fucked. is bananas, yes. Okay, so Wesley, Wes and Aria are on the street. Was he on the street? Street, Was street? He on the street? And yes, Mr. Kaplan, a man we've never met, threatens to curb stomp him essentially. <laughs> and then, yeah, Wes hits him. He runs off holding hands with Aria. Ah! No. And then, yeah, he explains that, yes, he hit on his physics teacher, who is that man's wife. Because he was actively trying to get kicked out of prep school just to piss off his family. He and then taught me he how to like, drive, but he never taught me how to leave my family. Such what? I'm not gonna lie, this was so bozo. I yeah. just, I, I didn't, I don't really like care about the hardships of this family. How they're like, I hate having a trust fund. I'm like, okay, cool. Trust me um, in that I would love to have a trust fund. How about that? Yeah. Please. Jesus. Um, Because he was like, oh, well, our mum's life was predictable until Ezra, like, stormed out of it. And he's like, and the reason Ezra's mum hates Arya is because she's unexpected. I'm like, okay. Might also because she's, it might be because she's 16 years old. But who knows? Who Who knows? Never be sure. Yeah, it might be because, you know, there's a common thing about pedophiles is they like children. So that might just be really the only reason that she's vulnerable and a child. So... (sighs) <sighs> then Mona drops off an orchid to Sullivan Ussie, um, and is like, you got a new place. Wow. Like, I've, I've, I, I, wow, it's so cute. And like poking her head in, obviously casing the joint. 
creep. Yeah. And drops off the orchids like, oh, it'd be beautiful by the window, whatever. Dr. Salvinussi straight away is like, boundaries, get out. And is a bit like, uh-oh, what the hell is she doing And then Mona's now? like, I could never truly repay you for what you did. And it's very menacing. Yeah. Very menacing. It is. And it scares me. It seems like a threat. <gasps> dun, dun. At Hannah's house, Caleb's like, I think she's like, I just thought you guys might have a connection. He's like, silence your inner Oprah. I thought that was funny. Oh, he's so good. Um, and then Hannah is like, I'm going to show him the picture, the baby pic. Tyler Blackburn can act his ass off. God, he's good. To be that God, hot and that good, good, it's unfair. It's stupid. Um, then Spencer goes to the PI yeah. location of the key. Uh, that the key has led her to, I should say. That makes more sense. Um, and it is an empty, abandoned, like, hotel room. It's not like, completely Nothing empty. There. It's got, like, a mattress against the wall. It's like wall. a mattress, yeah. Yeah. It's, like, uh, clearly been but abandoned it's... and, like, ransacked. Yes. And then I've written, Spency sad. Spency very sad. Spenny's having a bad run. It's not her day, doll. It's not her day. It's not her week or even her year. Pipes. Pipes alert. <laughs> then I've written the girls minus Spencer. All right, as Allison's mausoleum, and then Spencer arrives like a fucking. Oh my god, this was fucked. Freight train. She, was... she tears through the mausoleum. What what does she do, Haley? She came in like a bloody wrecking ball. She never. All the girls are just girling in a mausoleum. Jason's like, I don't think Spencer's going to show up. So Jason is there. When she storms in, she tells. And while I'm saying this, the girls are all like, stop. Don't keep saying what you're saying. Don't but keep she revealing tells that- vitally secret information. Yeah. She's like, Ali was pregnant when she died. And then she's like, and they're like, shush. And then she's like, oh, and guess who the father was? They're like, please don't do this. She was like, Wilden. And I'm like, oh, my God. Seeing that empty room and that there's no sign of Toberki, no answers or more further understanding and closure for her has really pushed her over the edge. She's angry. And that's fair, but woof. Not in a, mauso- not in a mausoleum. Not in a mausoleum. Not in a mausoleum. I was saying mausoleum. Mausoleum. All mausoleum. I can think of is the, the line from Sugar We're Going Down by uh, Fall Out Boy. All I can think of is like Jay-Z's verse in I think No Church in the Wild. And that is the exact difference in our personalities, <laughs> those two references. There you go. <laughs> and both are beautiful. Both are beautiful. <laughs> um, then, Jason leaves, obviously, and then the girls also bail because they're pissed off. Yes. Arya's and- like, we're, f- we're your friends, not your punching bags. I was like, ooh, Arya yeah. Slay. Arya Slay. The last couple episodes, Arya has... Her reactions to Spencer's behavior has been very reasonable and valid. Because Ezra's not here. Mm-hmm. She's not having a good run. I like Arya. Without Ezra, she's a better person. End of, period. It's just, it's just a fact. It. Um, then the sound of sprinklers outside <laughs> in the graveyard make Emily remember. Like a, It's like a flashback. The Triggers unlocked something for her, and she remembers that night of the grave digging, which is, of course, quote that, that night. night. Then uh, she she remembers that someone else was leading the the expedition, as I've written down, aka some hot bitch. Some other person was was digging the grave, a black a black hood, 
And then also she remembers seeing Red Cart watching oh over and, and has surmised that she must be in charge. And then Hannah says, or like Hannah alludes to it being Alison digging her own grave. What? And what? Hannah girl. You, you got another, honey, you got mm. another storm no, no comment, no comment, actually, no comment. No comment. Spenny oh. keys Toberki's mum's grave. Well, she doesn't, I wrote that before I know what she did. But she, with the key, she writes Toby. Over the neck, because it's like, it, what was her mum's? Mary Lou? Mary Yell? Mary, Mary something? Mar- Marion? Marion, Marion, yes, that's, that's right. Was it Marion Cavanaugh, and she just writes above Cavanaugh's shirts, Toby. And first of all, his name is Toberki. Have some respect. It is Toberki, so she spelt it wrong, so she, which is so I don't know what dumb. I don't a weird know what she's even written. Actually, it doesn't make any sense. Um, his name by birth and by government mm. is, of course, Toberki. <laughs> and that's Toberki nine hundred one free at last. Kavanaugh. Yeah, his middle name is all of those numbers and words, and letters. Mm-hmm. Um, she, yeah, she loses it, and I, I obviously, you know, it's representing her saying he's dead to her. Yes. But what the fuck? First of all, you know how expensive those things are? Disrespectful. And second, yeah, disrespectful. That's someone's resting place. How much are they? I don't know. I don't know, but they're they're expensive. I don't know, but they're expensive. All I know is that my nonno before he passed away was was adamant about the higher up in the wall you are in the drawers, because it's a drawer Mm. that has a decomposing body in it. Or a lot of people cre- get cremated and then just put the ashes in there, so it's like a symbol. Mm. Um, yeah, my normal was, that. was very adamant about the higher up you are, the better, because you're further away from the worms. But it's too expensive to get high up. And that was yeah. his uh, information based off, uh, you know, everyone you know and love dying. <laughs> you got to stay away from those worms. I get it, Nono. I get mm, it. Yeah. Hey, may he rest, King. May he rest. Love him. May both our nonnos rest. Rest. And may Marion Cavanaugh rest. Spencer was not thinking about that when that she did fucked. this. It's like a woman is dead. Don't don't do that. <laughs> do not. It's a lot of fucked stuff on this show, but Spenny, what are we doing? It's bad. It's bad. Then, of oh, course. Our girl. Our girl's just. And the journey of, of uh, what are you doing is not over for our girl. Okay. And that's okay, because everyone has to go through their uh, moment of absolutely fucked trauma in Rosewood. Yeah, well, it's just what you they have should to do. do. They should be, every day. They should be fucked. Really, they should be. Do you going think that maybe it. there's like a tax that, like, imagine if living in Rosewood, like, it was actually quite cheap to live there and reasonable, and it is a public town, but every, the resources are so good. But the, the tax that you have to pay is trauma tax. Trauma tax. Yeah. For living in a nice, to live in a nice, beautiful American town where nothing bad ever happens until now, classically, yeah, you do have to pay the trauma tax if you're a beautiful teenage girl. That's. Which is your friend has to die. And then you have to be unsafe every day. Taunted. Uh, cool. Trauma fi- tax. Hey, it's not $500, but it is a price. And then in the final scene, A buys some whiskey and gets ID'd. They also have a chain link wallet. Which is funny. 
which is really funny and I just had to note that because it was very funny they like pull it out a A is at the one I I thought it was a winery at first but it's just a bottle shop like a general alcohol seller um and they are getting a bottle of whiskey and which is a setup for something in the next episode cheeky Mm. and they're taking it there's like a free lolly um bowl and they're getting a lolly out because as we know a is a sweet tooth we always got a sweet tooth and and that's relatable someone off screen the two co-workers of the bottle shop the bottle o as we call it here the bottle o ah like check they got id so that's so you know if this was when it was being aired the 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 forums would be going crazy saying okay what do we know a has a chain link wallet they like lollies and they look young enough to need to be id'd so they look like a damn baby interesting interesting that they look like a baby imagine if at the end of it well we had a genuine theory that a was an actual baby maybe it was wearing the creepy baby doll mask that i hate That looks sweaty. It looks oily. Not as sweaty as Emily after that hypnotherapy, I'll tell you what. Oh, girl, she's sweating. Sweat. Flop. Flop sweat. Is that, that's a term, right? Drop down my balls. (laughs) All you bitches scroll. Is flop, 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 what does flop sweat mean? Flop sweat? I swear that's a, that's a a phrase. I'm Googling it. Flop sweat. Flop sweat. Noun. Nervous sweat. And then in brackets, as of a performer, in brackets, caused especially by the fear of failing. Oh, literally, it, it flops. What that makes so it's it's literally what we were. Sa- it's that's crazy. Oh my god! Do you think that's why I am flop, a flop sweater? Do you think that's why flop became a like a maybe? Well, a, I guess it's like when a movie like a noun? when a movie's bad, it's like that was a flop. Like. Yeah, and, it, and and just like, you know, in recent years, it's become... So I assume that's sort of where flop comes from, language. that we say flop. But that's good. Flop sweat. Ezra flop sweat. Ezra <laughs> does flop sweat. Out of his leaky ass. And farts. Woof. Wow, what an episode. Wow. So I only have one piece of trivia. It's more like a note that I found relevant. We actually didn't really speak about it in the episode because I think we just... There was too much going on that we just skimmed past it. But yeah. when um, Spencer is talking to the PI about, I think it's kind of like when he's like, give up, crazy bitch. <laughs> they talk about flowers, right? Because she's looking for the hydrangeas, I guess. And yeah, they talk about like the he loves me not thing, right? And she was like, yeah. I always pick flowers with odd petals. That's the trick. So then it always ends on he loves me. Anyway, and then like they all know what flowers have odd and even petals, and I'm like, okay, yeah, how do you know florists? That? Yeah, okay, florists. Okay, florists. Okay, so Rosewood. So, so it's now Andrew Cunanan that uh, Rosewood High has a floristry elective. Yeah, florists against. Wait, I nearly said Florence. Florists against the machine. Florence, florists against the machine. Episode t- title of it. <laughs> florists against the machine. So Florence in the. That's so funny. Florence and the machine? Bad when I do this after work. My brain really gives out on me. What am I doing? No, no, no. no, It it would be. If it was. (laughs) The band is Florence and the machine, but we're going to continue to say florists (laughs) against the machine. Because you're thinking about. You've combined multiple things. You've combined rage against the machine. Yeah. And florist and. Florence 
and the machine. <laughs> now my brain is immediately like, yeah, her name is now Florist. This is perfect. Florist and the machine. Okay, wow. I'm glad. That's so funny, Haley. I'm glad we're all <laughs> all on this journey. Everyone just take a moment to, to, to acknowledge the greatness of Haley being that funny by accident. <laughs> Thank you. That's genius right there. I'm cooked. You My no brain is cooked. You have no idea what we have in our midst. She's a genius. Oh, shush. Star. Oh, shush. Um, the note, this is the note I stole from the PLL wiki. Um, it's hard to count the number of petals in a hydrangea, but the counts range from four to 600. Oh my God. Because of the different types of hydrangeas, we have one in the backyard. Mm-hmm. Note that these are even numbers, which means that Toby possibly didn't love her. I don't think that's what that means. It's good trivia, though, about hydrangeas. That's so funny that someone looked that up and went to that much That's so sweet. That, okay, how many, this is, how many, ever many episodes we've been doing this podcast? How much, how many hours of work we've put into this? None of that, literally nothing that we've ever done for this podcast has been as much effort as that person went to putting that one piece of trivia into the wiki. I've never worked that hard in my life. And I never will. I never will. Apart from when I tried to say <laughs> florist and the machine. But that's wrong. Everyone knows. Everyone knows. It's florist against the Exa- machine. Exactly. We won't be taking any questions on that. It's fact. No. It's, it's Andrew Cunard. I will not have, and I also will not be held accountable for anything mm-hmm. I've said in this episode. No. Thank you very much. No. That is Andrew okay. Cunard and happy birthday to Aaron Chris. Okay. Oh, that's so special. That, that is, is special. so nice. Okay, time for some seggies, some segments, some seg rolls. Yum, yum. If you're new to the pod, please head over to our Instagram call dot and dot adult. Woo. Check out the pinned post. One of the pinned posts uh, breaks down all these lovely segments. Also hit follow and let's all hang out. Let's all hang out for okay. once in our lives. Please. Please. Who is the hottest adult of this episode? Salvanussi. Dr. Salvanussi, hands down. Oh, <sighs> Sexy. Hands down. I will say, though, Jason has a good ep. His next step, he's even he's even more hot adult, I reckon. We'll get there. We'll get there. Jason is sexy as hell. Jason and his tits. And Pam is sexy as hell. Pam is sexy. And Uncle Jamie, wonderful. Great job. Go off Melbourne King. Go off Melbourne fucking King. Make, we'll Who, him on the pod. What is the yikes of this episode? Um, Wes... Like hearing that Wes is like, yeah, I tried to fuck them, so, 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 like, like brother, like brother. Yeah, uh. and he's like, you can blame my mum for all that. I'm like, well, you, unlike me, you have to be accountable for your actions. Yeah, actually, no, I don't think that's a yikes. I think the yikes of the episode is unequivocally Spencer carving into the muscle. Yes. I was gonna actually, yeah, yeah that's because yeah, yeah, I was yeah. gonna say Spencer, but I was like, I couldn't think of a moment that I'm like, oh, that, that really did make me go yikes. That really did make me go yikes. That did really make me go yikes. And then who gets a buttercream from us, Daddy Hastings? So someone I want to give a buttercream is actually A. Oh. Um, just because this episode, you know, reminded us that they love lollies. They love candy. <laughs> they love So chains. just to stop them stealing from like small businesses, I just thought let's give them some buttercreams. Yep. Absolutely. And to learn French. To learn French. Spencer gets a buttercream for that. Absolutely. Spencer gets a buttercream for her grief. Um, and Emily gets a buttercream as well for oh, her absolutely. grief. I think Hannah gets a buttercream 
Dr. Sullivan Hussey gets a buttercream. Oh, of course. You know, having to relocate is hard. <laughs> and then who did you say, Hannah? Did I say Hannah? Yeah, yeah. I think so. Even though she's a bit pushy, I think it's like sometimes you have to push a little bit to do the right thing. And it's out of love. It's out of love yeah. for her sexy barch boyfriend. Who needs to wait for crazy bread like Noel Khan in season one when they're going to the Band of Horses concert? <laughs> um, both Spencer, Spencer and Mona, I think. Spencer, yeah, Mona always. It's obvious. And Mona threatening to do that whole thing. Terrifying. Dr. Sullivan Lucy has like been through enough. Yeah. Also, don't come back to Rosewood, <laughs> I would say. Yeah. Hi, go, go hide somewhere. Go be anywhere else away from these children yeah, go to ruining like, your life. Go to the islands. And your, Chill out. And her business. Like, she's got to make money. She can't do that. She's terrified. She can be a sexy therapist anywhere. Come here. Tell her to come to Melbourne, you know. Oh. Be my therapist. I'd book her. But then I'd threaten her. I'd, I'd threaten For her. For fun. I'd threaten, to, I'd threaten her that I, that I would overpay her because she's so good at her job. It would be funny if you and I just pretended to be like haunted by A as well. She's like, what is up with girls? These girls and this A. Who the fuck is A? <laughs> what gave us a hardcover? So what made us hot under the collar? Ooh. Look, this might be problematic, but it was Caleb sad. Yeah, true. Something- Honestly, Caleb. <sighs> just being, I think it's, I think it's more so that he was, vul- he was being vulnerable and he was having feelings and that's hot to me. It is. Tyler Blackburn acting. Oh. Hard cover. What gave us a soft cover? Um, what did I don't know? Wes, Wes talking about his uh, his teacher hitting on his teacher like it wasn't that crazy of a thing to do. I think so. Yucky. Not a lot of like crazy soft cover behavior. Like it. No. But yeah, Wes needs a negative yes. award. So absolutely. Who gets a wine from Byron, Dr. <laughs> Sullivan Ussi? Dr. Sullivan Ussi has gets 10,000 wines. Okay? Absolutely. Go crazy, girl. And then line of the episode, uh, what did we say? Was it you, you? You may have heard I killed a guy. I think it's, yeah, I think it's you. You may have killed, well, you may have heard I killed a guy. Yeah, absolutely. You may have heard I killed a guy. Hmm. <laughs> One of Emily's good... I don't know how many iconic lines Emily has. Probably a few. This one's up there. Would she have the least out of all the girls? Am I wrong? Hannah would have to have the first. The, the Hannah most. has the like funniest ones. Hannah's- I feel like Arya has a lot of surprisingly good ones. Spencer, obviously. Spencer, yeah. Savage. Yeah. There was... So- oh, the next episode has got some bangers. Oh my God, I'm excited. Ash is one ahead of me. She's- Sorry, I'm... Oh my God, Sometimes I'm I keen. watch two in a row for fun because I love the show, you know. No, I thought we were recording two today. And peek behind the curtain. Why not? <laughs> Sorry, guys. Uh, and that's it. And that that's is the episode. Wow. What a, what a banger. That was an absolute banger. That was so fun. And can you believe we are one, two, three, four, five more episodes. Uh, five or six, I think. Wait, I didn't count that properly. <laughs> Feels like we've been that many away for a long time. We are six episodes away from the series finale. Isn't that crazy? Of season three. Season finale. 
which, you know, six episodes in the way that we release episodes is 12 weeks away. So it's not that big a deal for like in terms of listening. But for us, that's just six episodes. I can't wait. This episode was tight as hell. This was, was like a tight one. Beautiful. It was one. really good. As in like the ch- episode of the show, not yeah. ours. Ours was loosey goosey. The storytelling. The storytelling. Look, it was the tight. Sto- it was succinct. The storytelling was didn't... tight. And as always, our recapping was loose as a prolapsed anus. And that's why you guys are here, I hope. Otherwise, yeah. Youch. I don't really. This would be a hard episode podcast one. to listen to if you want tight commentary. But no, we are giving loo- the looseness uh, akin to Ezra's ass. <laughs> Wet. I was telling Ash, I don't think anyone cares. They do. For any, pudding, any pudding fans out there, my cat pudding, my beautiful chunky tabby. The queen. Um, she was sitting on my lap during, I was like on a Zoom meeting for like an hour yesterday. And she was just sitting on my lap being a loaf. And I was like, very cute. And then she kept farting. She kept farting. What do her farts sound like? What quality do they have? Nothing. You can't hear them. It was just silent. And I was like, what the hell is that? And SPDs. then I'm like, oh, I think pudding is tooting on my lap. Toots. She doesn't fart a heap, but like, damn. Marshall and then I was trying not to laugh on the Zoom just thinking about pudding farting. Pudding farting. Marshall, my dog, has, has really stinky farts. Mm. And every now and then you hear them. Every now and then they're like. <laughs> Animals. They're just like us. Everyone, if you have an animal, go give them a pat. Give them a little yeah. cuddle. And if you want to send us a, a voice message of your impression of them farting, send it to <laughs> Calder and our adult. We love everyone's DMs. You guys oh, my God, us. please. So please funny. send us impressions maybe, of your pets farting. Maybe we can make it like a compilation and release it on the Instagram. I could definitely <gasps> do that. That'd be so fun. Send us your animal farts. Or you know what? Even... Your farts. Send us maybe your impression Ash of Ezra's farts. How do you think Ezra would fart? Because it's weird. Any fart based to... content, anything you want to pitch to send us, it. just as send long as it it's, through. As long as it's audio only. I don't want to see I don't want to see like an asshole no. with its cheeks flailing because of gas. We don't consent know? to a flapping asshole. No. But we do consent to fart audio. audio. Wow. We sound like freaks. <laughs> and and boy we are, are we. Absolutely. Jesus. Freaks for Sorry. our King Byron. <gasps> I miss him so much. <sighs> well, at least he's not getting the villain villain edit anymore, you know. No, he really had the villain edit and then they wrapped it up and then he's just gone away for a little bit. Our King. But I'm so excited for the next episode. We have we only have more crazy heights to reach and i'm just so grateful to be doing it with you i love you so much Haley. love everyone listening right back at you ash everyone go watch ash's new podcast listen to it well watch it because it doesn't come out on audio well just keep it we'll post behind the curtain it's not out in audio as of right now and the way that it, it, it is more so made like um, if anyone out there is, a, is familiar with the Comedy Bang Bang TV show. I was going to say, it looks like Comedy Bang Bang. It is a very similar uh, structure. Oh, not really. But it, yes, in some ways it, it's very similar and was an inspiration for uh, the structure slash design. So if you like that, you'll definitely like this. But also if you listen to this, I think you'll like it because it's just, it's my silly sense of humor. And, and of course. And it's more Ash. 
it's the Madden, world it's needs Haley. more and, ash and i'm gonna i'm not gonna spoil it but i'm gonna give you a little teaser as to what ha- there is a call an adult reference we 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 the podcast is discussed so oh easter egg it's giving egg it's giving egg like ezra's farts but yes tune into that we'll post it you will know Thank you so much for listening with us today. Thank you, and we everyone. hope you have a beautiful day, night, week. And stay whatever. safe out there. And there's one way that you can you can guarantee at least a feeling of safety, okay? Absolutely. And that is, of course, to close Close your, your damn, damn blinds. blinds. All right. I'm actually gonna I'm actually gonna Haley, you can confirm that I'm doing this right now. I'm watching Ash. She's reaching over. She is shutting her blinds. Mine wow, are about it. 10 meters away so actually 10 meters our house is not that big um three meters away <laughs> the point is i live as an example you practice what you preached i close mine go close yours okay now go close yours and then you know what take your pants off or do whatever you want to do in the privacy of your own home because have a wank we don't care we will never stop telling you go have a wank all right it's your right always but make sure you close your damn blinds And have a lovely week ahead. We love you so much. We love you. Goodbye, everyone. Goodbye. Uh, Toberky. Toberky sounds like. Sounds like that. Wow. Hi, friends. It's Ashley. Before you go, I just want to give you a quick little taste of my show, Scamp, that we reference in the show here today. From the time that this episode is being released, four out of eight episodes are up. And next week, the episode with Haylin will be live. So keep your eyes peeled for that. You can go to my Instagram at Ashley Crap App to find all the clips and to get the direct link to watch Scamp. Uh, I would love to have your support. Uh, And if you like Corn Adult, I really think you'll like it. It's very silly. Thank you so much. Love you guys. Bye. Welcome to Scamp, Cecilia's place, this side of hell. That's canon. <laughs> now, Scamp has uh, a new sponsor for every episode. We're very lucky, very lucky. This episode is proudly sponsored by Rage, my mum, fingernails. This episode has been proudly sponsored by Stealing, colon cramps, not washing your hands ever. I'm Ashley Appap. <laughs> This episode has been proudly sponsored by Foreskin. You might know me from your worst nightmares. Kind of nerd shit. No, I'm not a f***ing nerd. Or your most uncomfortable dreams. This episode has been proudly sponsored by Black Mold. <laughs> How did you know? <laughs> Crazy. Thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of Callin' Adult. We appreciate you more than Alison appreciates immortality, my darlings. Please give the show some love by giving us a five-star rating and review on your podcast platform of choice. You can stay up to date on episodes by following our Instagram at paul.an.adult as well as our respective Instagrams at Ashley Crapapp and at Haley Tanto. Have a lovely day and don't forget, shut, shut your, your damn blinds! See ya! Call an Adult is recorded on the stolen lands of the Boonwurrung and Woiwurrung people of the Kulin Nation. We pay our respects to the traditional custodians of the land. Sovereignty was never ceded.